Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This, this week, the Lord said to me, Occupy. <coughs> That's what he told me. He said, Occupy. Occupy. What are you going to occupy? You are going to occupy the land of promise. You are going to occupy the land. You have already, he says that. He says you have already, by faith in Jesus, you have (laughs) occupied the land of promise. You have occupied the land where every chain is broken. You have occupied the land where bondages are removed. You have occupied the land of healing. You have occupied the land of provision. (coughs) Because the word is a word of promise. The word, Jesus' word, Jesus' word, Jesus' word. It is a word of promise. Hallelujah. And we believe in our heart that we occupy the land. Regardless of what things look like, regardless of what's gone on in our past, regardless of the giants that the devil tries to tell us that are before us. The only truth is the word. Not those evil imaginations that would exalt themselves against the word of God. Regardless of the battle that you have fought in the past, regardless of what it looks like ahead, in faith you occupy the land. In faith. You establish what belongs to you. God already did it in the person of Jesus Christ. And you must enforce it in your life. His is a land of freedom, and it is your land. His is a land of freedom in Christ, and it belongs to you. He never meant for anyone to walk in bondage on this earth. His is a land of freedom, and it belongs to you. Hallelujah. My God is for me. He is not against me. His great love was poured out. In the, in the person of Jesus Christ. And he will never remove that love from me. He is for me, not against me. Hallelujah. He has already won the battle. He's already cleared the land. He's already burned the brush. Just step in. How do you step in? You just believe. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed, cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes. Those things which he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever you ask, when you pray, believe that you have received it. And you will have it. Hallelujah. So anyway, he gave me Joshua. Joshua 1. Joshua 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, 
Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready. Woo! Get ready. Get ready! Are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready? Are you ready to expect the goodness of God? Are you ready to expect the deliverance and the freedom that he's already won? Hmm? 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 Are you ready to expect the fullness of Christ in your life? I'm ready. Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. Saints, that land is your land of victory. That land is your land of victory, and you have crossed over it by your faith. Hallelujah. I will give you every place where you set your foot. Who's going to believe that promise? Who's going to believe that promise? He says he's going to give you every place where you set your foot. How can that be? Huh? How can that be? Because he's not of this world. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by the authority of Jesus. You walk in, in the name of Jesus, and the land is yours. If he's provided you the vision, he's provided the provision. He's provided the way in. He's opened the door. You just have a little little bitty choice, little bitty choice. Just like, oh, I'm going to walk on through. I am going to walk on through. I am going to walk on through. I am walking through in the name of Jesus and nobody is going to shut that door in front of me. Nobody's slamming any doors in my face. Isn't it so? Isn't it so? Yeah, boy. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Holy Spirit. Son of the Most High God, thank you. (laughs) When the Lord has told you to occupy, it means that bondage is already broken, whether you've seen it or not. When the Lord tells you to occupy, it means that bondage is already broken, whether you see it or not. But you know what the truth of the matter is in that? The only reason you wouldn't see it is because you're in the flesh. In the spirit, you'd see it. So what's our goal? Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean that the devil's going to be happy about what you're doing. But it does mean he's defeated. He may not be happy, but he is defeated. 
I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. See, this was a geographical boundary. This was Old Testament. What do we have? No boundary. No boundary. No limits. No impossibilities. Hallelujah. You know, I was reading a devotional this morning, and this is very interesting. This was Smith Wigglesworth, uh, you know, and it, at the end of his devotional, and I'm going to rephrase it. I'm going to tell you what he said, and then I'm going to rephrase it in a positive way. All the impossibility is with us when we measure God by the limitation of our unbelief. So what's the positive of that? All limitations are removed when we believe. Every limitation is removed when we believe. When we believe what? The word and the promise of God. Thank you, Lord. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Do you know that's God's intention for you? No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. He is with you. He is for you. He's undergirding you. He has cleared the path before you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. I do not have a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. That's what I have. I have a strong spirit. I have a strong spirit because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Unbelief. Go. Fear. Go. Self-condemnation. Go. Oppression. Go. I don't believe you anymore. I don't believe you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. That is a land free of bondage that is a land full of Holy Spirit power. And that's where he's led you. That's where he's led you. Be strong and very courageous. 
be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. And we know what? We know that the law was fulfilled in whom? Exactly. And he gave us a new command, and that command is love. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. This is success guaranteed. This is success guaranteed when we walk according to the word of God, the law of love, and the revelation of the Holy Spirit who always testifies of Christ. Right? We just keep our eyes on Jesus. Simple. Very, 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 very simple. We just keep our eyes on Jesus. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. What does that mean? Keep the book of the law always on your lips. Yeah, speak it out. Speak it out. Put it in your heart first, and then let it flow out your lips like a stream, a river of living water ushering forth from your belly. So devil says lack, you say provision. Devil says sick, you say healed. Devil says oppressed, you say free. Devil says bound, you say freer. I'm freer than you ever thought I could be, devil. Just get your old sorry self on out of here. Because your time is over. I never really did believe you. But I'm enforcing it now. I'm enforcing it. I'm enforcing it. Always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Meditate on the word. Meditation on the word. What does that do? That turns our heart toward Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his glorious face. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the something of his glory and grace. Light. In the light of his glory and grace. Hallelujah. He is the light. He is the way. He is the life. He is the truth. He is the victory. He is the victory. He is the victory and it is our faith that brings us the victory that has overcome this world. Hallelujah. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. When? When we have a relationship with the Word, Jesus is the living Word. 
Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. How many times is he going to say that? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. He wouldn't say that if he didn't need to make you aware of the fact that the devil is going to try to challenge you. The devil will try to challenge you. But we've already won in him. But are we going to keep our word? Are we going to meditate the word? Are we going to keep the stuff that comes out of our mouth in line with the living Lord? Don't blame him when junk comes out of your mouth that isn't the scripture. And then it happens. Don't blame God. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. We do not have a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.17. When that fear tries to come on you, or when, <coughs> when your brain, when the devil tries to tell you in your brain that you'll never have rest again. You'll never have peace again because of what's happened. You say, uh-uh, no, no, no. There's a heavenly city. There's a new Jerusalem. <laughs> and I fully intend to reside in that new Jerusalem. All things restored. All things made new. All things made new. All things made new. I don't even have to remember my past sins because what does God say? If he doesn't remember it, I don't have to remember it. Come on, no, think about it. Come on, this is big. This is big. If he says your sin is as far as the east is from the west and he remembers it no more, then what are you doing toying with it in your brain? Quit playing around. Quit playing around. Don't toy with that anymore. Did he create you in his image when you were born again, or did he not? Can you have your peace restored then? Can you forget the sins which so easily beset you in the past? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Your new creation, the old has passed away. If it's dead, it really, you know, you can't bring it back up. It's dead. It's dead. It's gone. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Do you see 
God's heart for you. He doesn't even want you to be discouraged, ever. He doesn't want you to be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So we are going in. We are crossing the Jordan. We are flinging the doors wide open. We are walking across that river, and we are standing there, and we are saying, my God is with me wherever I go. Everywhere where I set my feet, he has already given to me. I'm here, devil. I am here, devil. Amen to that, brother. Because there's not room for two of us. There's not room for two of us. I'm big. I'm big. I'm the big britches here. Because of the Holy Spirit that's gone before me. Do you know that he goes before you and scatters the enemy? So if he's already scattered the enemy, all you have to do is walk in. The scripture says that he levels your mountains. The scripture says that he makes the crooked places straight. So if he's leveled my mountains and made the crooked places straight, Pretty easy for me just to walk on in there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 with Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Round about me, Jesus. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Did he sit around for days saying, did I hear you right, God? Nope. God said it. And he gave orders to the people to get their provisions ready. Pack your bags. Pack your bags. We're moving in. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land. The Lord your God is giving you for your own. You know what? Quit trying to figure it out. If God gave it to you, just like, okay, God, I trust you. I'm walking in, I'm walking in. I don't need, I don't need to see what's up ahead. I don't need to be concerned what's with the shackles of the past that that have disqualified me because you never disqualified me. I may have listened to a lie of the devil for a while that I was disqualified, but you never disqualified me. You have called me your ambassador. Okay? So I'm your ambassador. So I'm just going to walk in. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> My God has good plans for me. Jeremiah 29, 11. Hallelujah. 
don't need to know anything about it. I just need to know that you are for me, God. And I'm just going to get in the boat. If you send me a boat, man, I'm going to get in the boat. And if you tell me you're going to dry up the Jordan, I believe you're going to dry up the Jordan. And I, if I even see those waters, I don't even care. I am just going to walk. And you know what? Those rivers will be separated in front of me. Just like this. Just like this. Just like this. If you tell me there's a pillar of fire going before me so that I can see in the dark, I'm going to believe it. If you say there's a cloud by day and you're not going to let my enemy see me, I'm going to believe it. I was given this word this morning. Behold, a new day has risen upon you. Those that are called by my name carry my torch. Whoa! I am carrying your torch into my land that you have told me to occupy, and that torch is will dispel the darkness. Those that are called by my name carry my torch. My name is in the flame. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thus says the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Get your provisions ready, saints. Prepare. Get your supplies. But to the Reubenites, I'm on verse 12 now. Oh, wait. Get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Verse 12, but the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said to them, he said, remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, the Lord will, your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Do you know that this is a land of rest? When you walk into the land that he has provided for you, he secures your rest. It doesn't mean that the devil isn't going to try to steal it. But see, you're going to stand for it. You will enter the rest. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all your fighting men ready for battle must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them. Saints, when the Lord has given you a land, you better do something with it. When he has broken a bondage, 
and you're removed down the line from that and you're walking in the victory, that is your witness to help others enter into a rest and enter into a victory. You know, we let the Lord heal our wounds, but then we turn around and we allow others to understand what we've gone through so that they can enter into a rest and a victory. You know, people say God uses scars. Yeah, I don't even like that statement. That's a dumb statement. That is so dumb. That's like retarded. It really is. It's awful. Because if God heals you, you don't have a scar. If God, when God has healed you, you don't have a scar. Don't say God uses my scars to help others. No, he uses your victory to help others. You don't have a scar anymore. That's just a bad way of looking at life. He doesn't heal you and leave a bunch of scars. Sorry if any of those words I used were offensive. Just going to apologize right now. The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Your wives, your children, your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all your fighting men ready for battle must cross over ahead of your feather, fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest as he has done for you. We stand with those who are in desperation. We don't judge why they're in the desperation except to the extent that the word will bring healing. Does that make sense? So I am not going to judge you as a person because you are in a desperate spot. But I will, when the Holy Spirit speaks to my heart and gives me a word that's going to help you out of that desperate situation, I will do that. But I will do it without making you feel condemned. Because who hasn't been in a desperate spot sometime in their lives? Right? You know, that's why so many people who are hurting won't come to the church. Because they think it's a judgmental lot. And that's why the Lord tells us to walk in his love in his mercy and his forgiveness and his grace. But love brings the word. Love brings correction by the word. Because that's the only thing that's going to help someone up out of their desperation. Until the Lord gives them the rest as he has done for you. And until they too have taken the possession of the land the Lord your God is giving to them. You see, God has a promised land that is specifically designed for each one of us. I don't need to be jealous of you 
When you enter into your promised land, I rejoice with you. I rejoice with you. I don't get in envy or strife, right? I rejoice with you. If, if the Lord can trust me to rejoice with you, then he can trust me with whatever I have in my promised land. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. So you see, saints, he's made you strong. He's made you victorious. He's given you your land. And when you go in and you dwell in that land and you possess that land and you enter into the rest of God and the promises of God and the revelation of God, you <laughs> take it and reach others with it. Verse 16. Then they answered Joshua, whatever you had command, have commanded us, we will do, and wherever you send us, we will go. But that was because he was listening to the Lord. Right? You should never blindly follow anybody. You follow Jesus, okay? Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you command them, whatever you may command them, will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. He is our hope. He is our strength in time of trouble. Think about how many times he says that. Oh my gosh, he just like keeps saying, be strong and courageous, be strong and very courageous, over and over. He wouldn't say it if he didn't know that there was going to be a fight. If he didn't know that the devil, you know, the devil is going to try to talk you out of your promise. Right? And just because a bondage has been broken or we have had a success in a certain area of our lives, in some area, we still have to stand. You don't just, like, throw down the armor. <laughs> you know? We have mighty weapons. The Holy Spirit, the Word, his, his love, the love of Jesus, our faith. Mighty, mighty weapons. Mighty, mighty weapons. I'm going to go to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. We're going to talk a little bit about the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. That's saying his power, not your power, his power. Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. We cannot fight in our own strength. You will never win in your own strength. You will not be able to pull up your bootstraps high enough. It's God in his strength that destroys our weakness. It replaces our weakness. Gosh. Do you know if every one of us just believed half of what we've already just talked about? Let's get real. I'm just going to get real with y'all. <laughs> if any 
like this much of what we've already talked about this morning. Not another day of defeat could even exist in our lives. One word. One word from God. I'm including myself, you know that, right? Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. See, he wants to be wrapped around us. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. Okay, the full armor of God wrapped around me. (coughs) No one's even going to see me. The devil's not even going to be able to see me. He's just going to see God. And God's going to be like, whoa, you already lost. What are you doing here? He's going to go. (laughs) And the devil's slain. He's already slain, isn't he? Yeah, man. Amen. He's already slain. I'm going to be a fire-breathing dragon, man. I'm going to, like, breathe fire out of my mouth. That word of God is going to be the fire of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to say, devil, flee, and the devil's gone. You can't tempt me. You can't tempt me. You can't turn me into some sniveling, little, fearful, little imp. That's a description of you. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand, so that you can occupy against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil. The devil is trying to take you out. He will never quit trying. Don't let that bother you. It's his nature. But what nature do you have? Yes, the nature of Christ. Don't let it take you by surprise. When he whispers in your ears and tells you you're defeated, that you've done too much in the past, that you'll never be happy again, that this cannot be reconciled, that this cannot be redeemed, that this cannot be restored, that you cannot enter the wholeness, the fullness, the wellness, the security of God, you laugh at him and say, you've already lost. I know what you're trying to do. I'm covered in the blood. I'm covered in the blood. I'm covered in the blood. See, the devil's trying to get you to disengage. All right. Just too hard. 
not going to say that. I'm not disengaging. I am not disengaging. I am fighting the good fight of faith. I am persevering. I am calling a lie a lie. And I am calling the liar and the father of lies just what he is. And I am calling on the spirit of truth, the word of God, the Holy Spirit, to be my strength. Hallelujah. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, right? I mean, that's God's word. But it doesn't mean it wins. It doesn't mean you stay there. You may be able to stand your ground. I will continue to occupy the land of promise that God has destined for me. That God has destined for you. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. Then with the belt of truth, the belt of truth. What's the truth? It certainly isn't the lies of the devil. With the belt of truth, and you know what? Okay, so that we've got the truth of the word, but what is the other truth? That every bondage has already been broken. That's the truth. Psalm 107.14, he brought them out of darkness and deepest gloom and broke away their chains. That's the truth. Hallelujah. With the belt of truth buckled, buckled around your waist and with the breastplate of righteousness, you are the righteousness of God in Christ in place. With your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has peace for you, saints. He has rest for you. What was that in Isaiah 53 that we studied last week? Maybe it was 53. Yes. Verse. I, Isaiah. Isaiah 53, verse 5. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us Peace, that word, shalom, was upon him. Peace, wholeness, wellness, surety, security, no lack. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Take up knowing that God is true, knowing that God is yea and amen, knowing that his word never returns void, but it does accomplish that which he sent it forth to do that he never fails, that he never forsakes us. You stand in that faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Your faith that God is true, that his word is yea and amen, extinguishes every. It extinguishes every flaming arrow of the evil one. 
I know God's torch is bigger than those teeny little flaming arrows that you think were going to hurt me. I got a pillar. I got a pillar of fire. And what do you think is going to happen when your puny little dart runs into my pillar of fire? Poof! You are gone. Don't look at me with a blank stare on your face. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I serve an exciting God. He doesn't want you looking at him with a blank stare either. I love you. I love you. I only say these things because I love you. Okay? All right? All right? Hallelujah. (coughs) With the word of God in our mouth, the devil is totally ineffective, totally ineffective, totally ineffective, totally ineffective. Totally ineffective. The spirit world is more real than the material world. Everything happens in the spirit world first. And here's the deal. He already did it. He already set the spirit world in place. And the material world has to succumb if it is not in line with God's desire. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Saints, don't let your guard down. Just because you've occupied the land, do not let your guard down. This is armor. Would a soldier go to battle? Would a soldier go to battle and, okay, he's won. He's won. But does it mean everybody's happy about it? No. The devil tries to hide in the bushes. So is the soldier going to, like, lay down his guns and everything and, like, walk away and turn his back? No. And neither are we. But we're not going to doubt the promise. Right? Does that make sense? We've walked in. We've occupied the land. So when the Lord tells you to occupy, you have to receive that land. You have to say, yes, it is mine. My victory is already won. The bondage is broken. I am healed. The addiction is gone. I have your provision. Isaiah 33, 6, right? That's the word that the Lord has given us for this coming year. 
He will be a sure foundation of our times. He will be a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this. It's ours. So it's your time to say, you've walked in, you've crossed the Jordan, you're standing there. Let me ask you this, did Joshua have some battles ahead of him once he went into the land? Yeah, he did. There were a lot of battles. Kings coming against him. The wall of Jericho had to be dealt with. But you see, the Lord fought the battle. 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 So it's your time to say, devil, you're done. Get out. You're done. You are done. You are under my feet and the authority I have in Jesus. I have defeated you by the name of Jesus and by keeping my eyes on my Lord. 1 John 4, 4, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. In my weakness, my God is made strong. 2 Corinthians twelve nineteen, And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Recognize, recognize, then you have a place where you need help. That's not weakness, that's strength. To be able to say, I need help. That's a strength. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. You think that means that we're glad that we're infirm? That there's an infirmity? No, but it says to recognize it because when we do, it says that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That the power of Christ comes in and obliterates that infirmity. That the Holy Spirit moves in and undergirds me in that place. I don't do this on my own. Where's that scripture that says, everything that I have accomplished, the Lord has done for me. It's somewhere. (laughs) That's your homework. Find that. (laughs) I think it's in one of the Corinthians. It's time for you. Read it out. Praise you, Lord. Read it again. Lord, you have established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. I like that. See, talk about work in the background. Support. Hallelujah. I love a woman who knows the word. I love a man who knows the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for being my help. It is time, saints, to look at 
or Psalm, whatever that was that we looked at last week, Psalm 46, 10. You devils, be still and know my God. You devils, be still and know my God. The Almighty, the Everlasting, the yea and amen, the more than enough, Jehovah Nisi, the banner that goes before me. My rest, my peace, my healing, my shalom. I'm a blood-bought child of the living God, and I will not be deceived by your lies and your temptations anymore. I will not be deceived, so devil, it is time for you to get on back to hell. It is time for you to get on back to hell because you have no authority and no power in my life. None. There's nothing that you can throw against the name of Jesus that will ever succeed. So get on back in that pit. Go on back to your abbess. Go enjoy the darkness because you're not bringing it into my life. I serve the one true light. Hallelujah. And I will not be tempted. I will not believe that the things that you're trying to show in my face to get me off course, that they will bring me any joy. I will not be tempted by you. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. We put on his armor. We put on his armor. He is faithful. He is true. He is just. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. When you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And all you have to do is call on the name of Jesus. All you have to do is call on the name of Jesus. All you have to do is get in the presence of Jesus. All you have to do is say, I choose Jesus. I will not choose your lies. I will not succumb to your, your temptation. I choose Jesus. I choose the word. I choose the victory that Jesus has already won for me. I choose the blood. I choose to know who I am in Christ. I choose to know who I am in Christ, and I choose to walk in who I am in Christ. And I'm not going to believe that I'm not enough anymore because you made me enough by the blood. I'm going to believe God's report. I am crucified with Christ, a new creation in him. Devil, you were thrown out of heaven and I am ascended into heaven. (laughs) Ah, because of the resurrected Jesus! You were thrown out and I was given entrance. You were thrown out and I was told, come boldly.
boldly before the throne of grace. Devil, you were thrown out. You were thrown out. You were thrown out. I'm seated at the right hand of the Father. I am the beloved of the Most High God. <laughs> what are you doing? Who do you think you are? You really think I'm going to believe you? I'd be a fool. And I'm no fool. <laughs> and I am no fool. Because I am made new in Christ. Hallelujah. Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Tim. Hallelujah. Saints, we have occupied the land. It's time to believe it. It's time to know what he's done. It's time to walk in it. We are going to occupy. We have occupied because God told us it's so. Because he told us there's a promised land and it belongs to us no matter what. No matter what lies in the past, no matter what's to come in the future. He has secured our borders. Amen. Yes. He will hem us in on every side. We are hemmed in on every side. Hallelujah. So what are we going to do? We are going to lift up that shield of faith. We are going to believe the word of God. We are going to take the sword of the Spirit. We are going to work with one hand, and we are going to hold our sword in the other hand. And we are not going to believe the lies of the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that's what I had for... Well, I didn't have that. <laughs> that's, what God, that's what God had for you today. I believe in my heart. That's what God had for you.